Hey, it's WWE SmackDown Women's Champion Bailey. What's going on, y'all? It's your boy Kofi Kingston, aka one third of the New Day. And you're listening. And you have got ears on the Three Jabronis Podcast. Baby! gentlemen making their way to the ring from parts unknown at a total combined weight of Derek's 13 abs the team of Tim the bearded dragon my whole life has been a lie all of these people were Brutus Derek your brown meat baby face and straight edge sex symbol the three jabronis podcast and your red wine sex symbol the big jad booty daddy well whether you like it or you don't you better learn to love it because it's the best thing going today yeah dig it they are the three jabronis Oh, welcome everybody to a new episode of the Three Jabronis Wrestling Podcast. I am, as always, one of your hosts, the Brownie Babyface, straight up sex symbol, and your airhead Aristotle. And, and we are recording live from the Performance Center, and also joining me this week, as always. Oh, it is your red wine sex symbol, the big bad booty jaddy, your anti-coronavirus vixen, and your seltzer sexy boy, Jadam Cole, baby! Not joining us this week, uh, Bearded Dragon is currently quarantined. Yeah, we wish we were kidding, but he, he actually did quarantine himself. He uh, he coughed in the group chat, so we we told him no no mas. Yeah, you uh, you gotta, you gotta stay... Uh, I need you to not hop on this week. Maybe not hop on for the next 30 days. We're going to keep an eye on it. We are going to monitor the situation. We almost postponed the podcast through the end of 2020. Yeah, but since we uh, we missed last week, we had to. Uh, we figured we probably should just go ahead and do it. Well, t- technically, we didn't miss last week. We did record an episode. Uh, we just <laughs> had technical difficulties. Yeah, sorry about that. Technical difficulties. Uh, it happens, you know. User error. It happens. You know, we don't have to talk about it. It happens. <laughs> it's it's life. The uh, our our equipment got the coronavirus. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Uh huh. So that's happening. This. Um, Dude. This is holy uh, crap, man. This is this is a wild time. I don't. I'm trying to think, and I saw like on, I think maybe on my Twitter feed or whatever. Like, maybe not since, like, 9-11 has shit just seemed so upside down like this. Like, the like everything is shut down? Or it's, close? yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, it, like, it was like sports got postponed for a week, but, I mean, the NBA is, like, literally, I feel like we're back in, whenever, like, the, the bubonic plague happened in England, like, I, I feel like we're at, like, literally... NBA canceled the rest of their season. NHL canceled the rest of their season. Spring training's canceled. Uh, March Madness is canceled. Yeah. Coachella and some other, uh, I mean, South by Southwest got canceled. Coachella got moved to October and another festival did. WrestleMania is up in the air, sort of. SmackDown got moved to 
what, the Performance Center, just like NXT did this past week? Yeah, AEW moved their show next week to... Uh, Jacksonville, I think. Jacksonville, yeah. They canceled the Blood and Guts in a couple weeks. Oh, did they officially cancel it? I thought it was up in the air. Uh, well, they may end up doing it again, but the show's been canceled in, uh, I got you. in New Jersey. Um, yeah, this is just a wild fucking time. XFL's canceled. Did we mention that? Yeah, man. <laughs> it's, dude, it's... And, like, literally, there's no travel to the UK. Uh, not the UK. No travel to Europe. The UK is okay, but... Dude, yeah. it's... God. They had to, uh... They had to fly Seamus in, like, early... Because he otherwise he wouldn't have been able to fly back here. Yo, same yeah. thing with uh, Drew McIntyre. Yeah, Drew. It's it's crazy, man. I don't, I've, never, I've never seen anything like. I was just gonna say of. I don't know if we've lived through anything like this. Like this shit escalated real fucking quick. Like I I made a meme like you know last night, but it was like. Obviously, it's a joke because the memes are a joke, but like it's true. Like around like I don't know four th- four four thirty yesterday, I was just like, I don't know, man. I think kind of people are just it. it you know, there, there's definitely some shit to be worried about, but I feel like people are kind of overreacting just a little bit. And then in like an hour and a half span, just the entire fucking country just flipped <laughs> and the world just flipped upside down. Like, I mean, I think I said this. I think I said this in the group chat. It's not that it's not that I didn't necessarily take this seriously, but I thought a lot of it was really just the media blowing it up and everybody just getting like everybody just like buying the hype too much. But uh, maybe that's bad phrasing. I just thought like the media overhyped it and was like just trying to throw fear in and stuff. But it's man, it like it's it's crazy. Like when you start hearing like professional sports canceling friggin' everything like it sounds like a lot of colleges i mean we're in spring break season now but like a lot of colleges after spring break are going to move to online courses for the time being mm-hmm. see i feel you know who i feel bad for is the seniors the seniors who like just lost out in like their last season of spring sports or whatever yeah i mean that sucks yeah man this fucking whole thing is wild tom it's- hanks Tom Hanks and Rita Wilson, his wife Rita Wilson, confirmed they posted last night, literally like right after, right after everything came out. Like somebody posted like within you know a thirty minute span after nine o'clock, there was no more traveling to Europe for thirty days. NBA canceled their season. Tom Hanks and Rita Wilson came out uh, saying that they had coronavirus, and then there was one more thing too. I forget what, but. Rudy Gobert and Jazz. Dude, Giants. what a... I, so, I was low-key freaking out. So, like, I still am in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Oklahoma City is 90 minutes south. And the Jazz were in OKC last night playing the Thunder. And they, like... And I got a notification from, like, the news here. They, like, just after tip-off, postponed the game and, like, quarantined the, the teams in the locker room. And I'm like, great. Like, they're down in OKC. You know some people from Tulsa went to the game. They're going to get exposed by that dude. They're going to come back and friggin' expose everybody. Like, what the crap, man? But I later on read that he, uh, Rudy wasn't um, even in the building. So, 
But what that dude's a grade A douchebag, man. He's not right. Uh, with like all and like I was talking I think I was talking to Cheryl, my mom, Cheryl about it. Like Shout out to Cheryl. Yeah, what up, Cheryl? Uh, we were just shooting the shit about stuff in general. She works for a doctor's office, so I was like, how's everything going Like at work with all this stuff going on? But then, like, Rudy Gobert came up, and I'm like, I just, like, even if you don't have the coronavirus, like, you got to be some kind of special schlong bag to, like, even if you know you're sick, like, touch your teammates' shit, touch your teammates' faces. The, the biggest douchebag thing he did, I mean, that was all douchebag stuff, but getting up like from the press conference and starting to walk out and then like about facing and making sure he touched everything, every mic, every recorder. Like you're just a dick, man. Mm. I, I will say in his defense, he didn't know he was sick or like feeling sick at all at that point, but still like, dude, what are you doing? I just, I don't know, man. Now, now uh, Donovan Mitchell has it. I think yeah, he's the only one. one. Yeah. I think he's the only one. Luckily, that got it but uh just god man like it's it's crazy man it's it's getting nuts like i don't i just feel like you never really see anything affect like everyday life as much as this has like disneyland shut down for i think the rest of the month there's like everything's it's like the the whole country is just Shutting down even the world, like all of Italy's friggin' quarantined, aren't they? They, uh, if they aren't, they should be. Dude, it's man, it's it's nuts. It's friggin' crazy, dude. Yeah, man. And now we're talking about WrestleMania possibly getting postponed. <sighs> Which, man, I like. I feel especially bad for no other. Like, it, it, selfishly, like one of my friends was her son's a super super big WWE fan and like she was so psyched she like planned a trip to Disney World they're staying with like some of the like some of our high school friends we went to high school together um and then like she was I think she already told him but surprise him with like Wrestlemania tickets and now it's like I mean not just Wrestlemania but all that's in jeopardy now and it's like I mean, never mind her, like, just as a parent being psyched to surprise her kid like that, but, like, God, dude, her friggin', like, her kid's gonna be crushed if that happens. Crushed! Yeah, man, that sucks. Like, I don't think it'll get canceled. They definitely won't cancel WrestleMania, but they'll get postponed. But at this point, right now, it's basically them and fucking the Tampa Bay officials are, like, playing chicken. <laughs> from what I from what I read or and saw, like it was basically just like, so y'all gonna uh, y'all gonna cancel this shit or what? And Tampa was just like, <laughs> they pulled the uh, ask your father. <laughs> they <were> like, yeah, <laughs> they were like, uh, not right now. We ain't gonna say nothing right now. But if WWE decides to, then I guess that then you know then we'll do it. But if not, well, we'll talk about this again next week. It was like. Man, that, I've seen that move before. Yeah, <laughs> mom, can I go hang out with so and so? Or dad, can I go hang out with so and so? I don't know. Ask your mom. Yeah, ask right. your mother. Like ask, ask WWE. I don't know. Like trying to avoid being a bad guy, <laughs> and I don't mean Razor Ramon. I mean, like in a way, I get it because like a lot of the shit that like 
people that they've been like things that are getting canceled so far or postponed or whatever are things going on right now like wrestlemania is a month away yeah so like i can kind of understand why they want to be like oh let's kind of see how this plays out Mm -hmm. but at the same time you kind of make a decision fairly soon well yeah especially i mean what is it 20 24 20 something days away 24 days away like and granted, that's still, I don't know, like you got a week full of access. So say, I don't know, it's 24 minus 7, 17. So you got like a good maybe. Two and a half weeks. Yeah. So, and just give like a little bit of extra time, say two weeks. You have 14 days to like shit or get off the pot for no other reason than like you have people from all over the country. Never mind all over the country, all over the world. Some from Europe where travel isn't allowed for 30 days. Like, coming here, and we're, we're within the 30-day, I'm pretty sure 24 is less than 30. So, they won't even be allowed to fly out. I mean, I don't think they'll cancel it. I can definitely see it getting postponed. But, I mean, that's... You gotta think about... Uh, there's there's so much to work around if you postpone, especially something like WrestleMania. Yeah. I mean, that's that's not like a SmackDown where you can have it at the PC and it'll be cool. Like, say, sorry, we'll refund you. No, like, it, it's not a SmackDown. It's not a show that you can just give free tickets to, like, make goods. Like, it, it's WrestleMania, man. That's it's a full week thing. Like, they don't, they put packages together saying, like, this is the week that WWE takes over this city. But, like, it's legit. Like, this goes, this is so much deeper than just, like, a 47-hour show. I'm kind of here for WrestleMania PC. <laughs> Can you imagine, dude? I, I, I mean, it'd be one to remember for sure. <laughs> it'd be one to tell the grandkids about. <laughs> That'd be so bizarre. Like, I'm, I'm excited for SmackDown tomorrow because I just want to see like what it's like at the Performance Center. Because NXT, like, they had actual fans, so I'm like, I'm not sure if like Smack SmackDown is gonna have like. Like that, since yeah, like will it just be in front of the rest of the roster, maybe or something? Yeah, I don't know. I'm very curious to see how it goes and what it looks like. Man, I don't. <sighs> but there's like a lot of there's like a lot of factors. Like if they if they do decide to postpone WrestleMania, like I mean, obviously, like you know, safety first. But like thinking about like oh, once it is like things are okay, and you got to look at like availability. Like, I mean, the Hall of Fame. Like someone like a Batista, is he going to be able to, you know, be able mm-hmm. to do that? If John Cena, he may already have something scheduled like for filming this this summer. Yeah. Uh, by the way, I don't know. I saw a tweet. I don't know if it was legit, but somebody said Fast and the Furious Nine because of coronavirus got delayed to coming out until April 2021. That can't be right. Wait, what? I, I, I swear, I meant to look it up, and I never did. I'll look at it up right now, but I was scrolling through Twitter, and it literally said, um, due to coronavirus, the release of Fast and the Furious 9 has been delayed just about a year, um, April 2021. What the Fast hell? Furious 9 release. That, that doesn't make any sense. I, I know, it doesn't. It still says May 22nd, 2020. I don't know if maybe it was because they don't want, uh, oh shit, CBS News, Fast and Furious 9, A Quiet Place sequel delayed 
amid coronavirus pandemic. Um, I, I can see delaying, like, you know, the red carpet premiere or whatever, but... When was it supposed I, to be out? May 22nd, I think. Oh. Hmm. But, oh, shit. Paramount wasn't the only studio to issue delays Thursday. The Twitter account of F9, originally said to be released by Universal Pictures in May, issued a statement announcing that film's release is being pushed back by an entire year. It'll be released April 2021. Jesus Christ. That's ridiculous. Holy shit. Wow. Interesting. I, that, God. That's insane. I mean, I guess I get it. You don't want people to gather in, like... And, and this is, like... I think, you know, uh, before we started recording, we were talking about how um, Monday nights I go play trivia with my friends at our, you know, go-to bar, and the the trivia company that hosts it was like, hey, you know... At least for tonight, we're gonna we're gonna cancel um, trivia. We'll figure it out for the you know going forward. Um, you know, trivia is a place where you get together in like a small area and talk to each other and sometimes spit on each other and whatever. So I get like you know you don't want to one person in the theater is infected and you have a whole theater full of people. You're probably gonna infect that entire theater. So I guess I get it, but that God. I'm, it's over a year. It's it's friggin' March. Uh, well, it wasn't going to come out till May. I get it, but still, that's so that's, wild. dude, that's crazy. Man, this yeah, that's so fucking crazy. Dude, what if there's not a WrestleMania this year? <laughs> there will be. I know, but like, what if there wasn't? Like, what if there wasn't a WrestleMania this year? Weird. Would they just go to WrestleMania? Would they skip WrestleMania 36 and just go right to WrestleMania 37? I don't know. <laughs> Maybe SummerSlam will be a super super SummerSlam showdown, and it'll be like just the SummerSlam and WrestleMania cards all in one, a two day event. So let's do WrestleMania on an episode of Raw. SummerSlamia. We have a two night Raw. Yeah, Raw and SmackDown is going to be your WrestleMania. WrestleMania 36 and a half. It's <laughs> <laughs> wild to think about if there was no there wasn't a, like it's it's wild to think about there not being an NCAA tournament like dude uh, yeah like no March Madness like looking looking back like years from now and like looking at the like oh yeah, oh, yeah. 2019 champion uh, 2021 wait what happened to 2020 well, it's like <laughs> what my Dad, why can't I find WrestleMania 2020 on the network? <laughs> I mean, 2020 sucks so far. <laughs> this this year's trash. <laughs> Seriously, for for all the for all the kiss my ass 2019, 2020 is gonna be my year. No, it ain't. It ain't nobody's year. Yeah, no, 2020 is trash. We almost had World War Four or three or yeah. whatever. We almost yeah. had fucking Kobe Bryant died. Dude, right? Fucking... And his daughter, and like a couple other families, and like it's. That we're getting, everybody's getting the coronavirus. Like this is this is trash. I don't like this year so far. I want a new one. Yeah, can we get a do? Yeah, can we <laughs> when we get to when we get to uh, December thirty first, twenty twenty. Can we can we can we get a do over? Yeah, you know, yeah. Let's just let's just restart. To act like this last three months didn't happen, just go right back. No. Yeah. 
And every, like, 80s and 90s kids was all like, 2020 is going to be the shit. Remember 2020 back in the day with Barbara Walters and Hugh Downs? Like, we're finally here. 2020 memes. 2020 is going to be the shit. No, it's not. No, it's trash. It sucks. I don't want it. Oh, pass. I'm over this already. Oh, fuck me. Damn, man. Um, uh, But I'm fucking out the coronavirus. Should we talk about some wrestling? Yeah. (laughs) Well, I mean, it's kind of all tied in. It is kind of. Oh, God. So, like. We may not have a WrestleMania, but. Yeah. (laughs) Who knows? That's up in the air. Hopefully next week's episode will have. We'll have some more clarity. We might not be uh, building to anything right now. <laughs> yeah. Blood, Blood and Guns is post. Yo, what if there's no wrestling shows after, like, tomorrow night SmackDown at the PC? What if, like, what if there's nothing? Well, AEW got moved to Jacksonville. But what if, what if there's nothing to report on? We'll literally hop on and be like, hey, uh, wrestling's still quarantined, and so is this podcast. Don't be like Dave Meltzer. <laughs> <laughs> Well, uh, we'll just have to uh, do watch alongs the whole time, dude. Right? We can just fantasy book like the next ten years. Yeah, <laughs> we'll fantasy book the coronavirus storyline, how it should end. <laughs> Roman goes over. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Roman beats everything and everyone. Yeah, dude. Do you, do you think like once this clears up, I get dude? Vince McMahon is such a psychopath. I guarantee you. Once this all clears out, once coronavirus is done, like Ebola and swine flu, H1N1, I think that was the same thing, whatever, SARS, all that shit has calmed down and passed. You know, you know Vincent Kennedy McMahon is going to be like, oh, I gotta, I, you know what, hold on, his, hold on, let me, let me message his, his brother Vance. Vance McMahon is a good friend of mine. All right, Vance is Vance is Vance is on. Vance, are you there? We we just we just looped you into the Skype. Vance, are you there? Hello. All right, Vance. Vance. What what is, is this? The 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 brown meat baby face. The one and only Vance. Good to hear. Good to talk to you again. It's been a I'm while. I'm sorry. My brother hasn't hired you. He should be fired. Vance, uh, listen, just quick question. I know you're in the middle of a bunch of stuff. Uh, do you think, Vance, when when all this is passed, do, do you think my brother Vance is going to make this a storyline? He's already confided in me and said, oh, coronavirus angle. That's going to be good shit. Such good shit. Such good shit. Coronavirus can never ring. All right. King Coronavirus. King Coronavirus. Appreciate you hopping on. God, bye. Fired. King Coronavirus. Yeah. King Corbin Coronavirus. Corbin. I was trying to think of something earlier. How to make a Corbin Coronavirus. Coronabin. Corbonavirus? (laughs) Sounds too much like Bonavirus. Dealt with that enough. <laughs> it's funny because of boners. Yeah. Uh, this will. I don't know. This is fucking wild. I, I. I'm clearly the coronavirus is a big Billy Goldberg fan because Shoot. just trying to stretch this Universal Title run as long as possible. Dude, right? 
<laughs> no, he's not going to drop the title the next month. Coronavirus! Well, we we did show that meme. Or we didn't show. I don't know if we posted it, but I sent uh, in the group chat, you and Tim, that meme that Goldberg is officially the only person to have won the world title in four different decades. The 90s, the 2000s, the 2010s, and thanks to Saudi Slice Down Showdown, uh, the 2020s. Maybe coronavirus is going to be a, a decade-long epidemic, pandemic, whatever it is. And uh, he will be the first and only wrestler to have the world title uh, for five decades. And the coronavirus will finally go away in the 2030s. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wrestling, wrestling as a whole. WWE is postponed until next decade. God, this is fucking ridiculous. <laughs> I'm just it's, it's so crazy to think about, man. People are like my buddy got told that he has to work from home now for for the foreseeable future. And like a lot of people are being told that. I'm like, motherfucker. I mean, I know you are, but <laughs> Wait, a lot of people are being told what? To work from home. Oh, yeah. <laughs> man, I've been working from home pretty yeah. much this whole year. Yeah, you've been on that. <laughs> You've been ahead of the ahead of the, the crowd on that one. I've been on that remote uh, remote desktop plan. <laughs> I'm trying to get on that. We're we're not having that though. Hospitals don't really shut down. Oh, man, I'm going. If I have to go visit a patient, I'm going in a fucking hazmat suit. Dude, right? <laughs> Taking no chances. That you know what? That's what the angle will be. Put the fee mask I've, on. After coronavirus chills, yeah, what it's going to be is somebody will have coronavirus, and then like they're going to feud with somebody who wears a hazmat suit. I wonder if uh, who do you think will like? There's got to be somebody who comes out in WWE that ends up having it. I wonder who it will be. I, in all honesty, <laughs> for for all the people that make jokes about. WWE will be better when Vince McMahon is dead. I honestly hope he does not get it because that's that's not going to be good for him. Oh God, no! It's got to be someone like, like Chad Gable or Shorty G. Sorry, Shorty Corona. <laughs> oh, so shit! They just, they're doing Volta versus Balor at the Takeover UK, so they're not doing it at Takeover. Well, it's not going to be a takeover Tampa or Miami, oh. but well, I guess they did announce they did announce takeover Dublin, but yeah, that's crazy because they kind of they started building it on like NXT U- US. <laughs> yeah, that's interesting. I, yeah, man, I don't. I mean, I read, I saw a quick headline that spoiler alert, spoiler alert. Turn this off right now if you don't want to know what happens on NXT UK. Now they probably already the episode that came out this morning. Oh, yeah, right. Probably. <laughs> when they were like, ah, uh, Tim's not on this episode. Ah, uh, corona, uh, coronavirus. Uh. Yeah. Um, Finn Balor was up in NXT UK, so. <laughs> but still. I mean, I, I'm psyched. It'll, it'll be a good match. Yeah. <laughs> Sammy Sane's new profile picture on Twitter is fucking amazing. Is it him and Bernie Sanders? Because he's going hard on feeling the burn. Oh, no. It's it's just him. Him and his newly won Intercontinental title. 
You said Twitter, right? Yeah. <laughs> What's it, is it his is his thing just slash the, uh it's Sami Zayn? Yeah. <laughs> That's the best picture I've ever seen. <laughs> good God, I love that man. Oh, he's, it's so good. I'm, I'm so glad he's champion. I am too, man. A lot of people are kind of. Do you want to? Since since we've kind of just broached the sub organically, do you want to just run through <laughs> elimination chamber real quick because it won't take long? <laughs> Oh yeah, that happened. So yeah, let's do. Uh... Yeah. Uh, so we won't go in order since we're talking about Sami Zayn. But a lot of people, what? I'm not going to ask you your thoughts on the chamber overall um, yet. But what are your thoughts on how Sami Z- Zayn, how Sami Zayn, won the title? I'm fine with it. I mean, if you were to ask me like three years ago, like. How I'd want Sami Zayn to win, a, in the, win the Intercontinental title. That wouldn't have been my answer, but right, uh, whatever. As long <laughs> as long as he left that night holding the Intercontinental title, whatever, I was fine with it. I don't, no complaints. I don't. I mean, honestly, I yeah. I mean, same thing. Like, if you asked me in a fantasy book him winning the Intercontinental title, that wouldn't have been how it would have happened in my fantasy booking, but. At this point, man, I'll take him getting that shit any means necessary. Mm-hmm. Yep. But I, I mean, a lot of people, a lot of people shat on it, and I'm like, I don't, I don't get it. Like, he's finally the Intercontinental Champion. Who cares? Yeah. We've been begging for this. That that's the uh, thing, man. So They're long like, overdue. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> give, give me what I want. Give me what I want. All right, here we'll make Sami Zayn the Intercontinental Champion. Well, you didn't do it right. Fuck off. That's how it just that's take, how it goes, man. Just take the win. We want this. And then that then that happens. Like, oh, but not that way. Not yeah. like that. No, let us tell you how we want this. That's like that's like when they push like when Seamus first started getting pushed. We want new stars. We don't want John Cena to be the champion all the time. We don't want John Cena and Randy Orton over and over and over. Alright. So they push Seamus to the goddamn moon. And he wins the title in a uh, in a table match, and everyone's like, "Well, what the fuck was that? What, mm-hmm. wh- why'd you do that? What are they thinking? Are they on drugs? No, they're doing what you asked, you dumb schlong bags." But not like that, mm. man. That's Sami Zayn's first title win in almost five years. That's pathetic. That's crazy. He is way too good. To have just been getting his first singles title. His first title in five years, like you said, but definitely his first singles title on the main roster. Yeah. Like, that's ridiculous. <laughs> oh, man. But well, I was going to say, well, where do you think they go for Mania? But who knows if there's going to be a Mania? But hypothetically, if there were to be a Mania. <sighs> what? I don't know. Like, they would... Pr- I'm trying to think. I feel like the only time that something like this has happened is when there was that big snowstorm in, was it in Connecticut? So they just had, like, an episode of Raw from, like, the headquarters. Yeah, I just remember Dean Ambrose, like, out in the snow or some shit, being a lunatic fringe. Something like that. Yeah. I think, God, I don't maybe I wonder if they would just do, like, literally some big major special from the PC like not 
I don't know. I don't even know. How do you hold WrestleMania at the PC, though? <laughs> you can't. <laughs> I know. They wouldn't. They can get away with it for like, Raw and Indoor SmackDown. Yeah. But you can't. Do I mean, even that's kind of pushing it a little bit. Because yeah. with NXT, it's like... Like I told you before we started, like NXT last night looked the same like NXT always looks. Yeah. Like, except, you know, a few camera angles and then the ending, which was the tits. Yeah, that was dope. But even I'm I'm curious, too, though, how because NXT, they still had like fans. But that was all happening like while shit was hitting the fan. So, like, now that all that stuff has happened, who knows if NXT would have looked like that if it were, if it would have happened, say, today. Y'all right. You know? So, like, I'm very curious how SmackDown looks tomorrow as we record this. But I wonder John if it Cena. is. Oh, yeah, he's supposed to be on tomorrow night, right? John Cena just hanging out the Performance Center. Dude, yeah. right? I bet we get, like, HBK showing up. <laughs> Triple H shows up. Probably. Just Who else is a trainer down there? Scotty Norman Gennady. Smiley will pop on. Yo, I fucking hope Norman Smiley pops on. Yo. I hope he does the big wiggle. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. I don't, I'm kind of, you know, like, <laughs> it's a disaster, but I'm kind of psyched to see how this goes. I don't, that's exactly why I'm looking forward to it. Because <laughs> it has so much potential to be a disaster. I need to see it. But I feel like Every time WWE has, like, their back up against the wall, they put out, like, good shit. Like, when, like, the Saudi Arabia shit happened. That was one, one of the best episodes of SmackDown ever. In years, yeah. It's so, like, now that they have this shit, I would not be surprised if it's another great show. But it could also be an absolute debacle. I wonder if it is going to be, like, a lot of... I wonder what if it's going to be like a lot of NXT people and then like, you know, the main, like a John Cena, maybe a Fiend. Do you imagine the Fiend in the Performance Center? Hell yeah. I don't know why that's <laughs> hilarious to me. I mean, I maybe they do like a lot more pre-recorded stuff. Yeah. Possibly. Yeah, maybe no. they're recording that. <laughs> they can't record it all now. They have a lot of shit they have to replace based on last night's NXT. <laughs> yeah, they got some mirrors. Uh, Gargano, like. There's a Gargano imprint in one of the fucking conference rooms. Oh, my God, yeah. I was, I sat there, and I'm like, I wonder if they, like, maybe that was accidental. But whatever. I mean, you can replace, you know, you can replace a wall pretty easily. But then, like, the gym mirror, I was like, oh, shit, they're going all out. Mm. Did they move, did they move NXT to the performance center because of all the coronavirus stuff? No, I think they were, they were already planning on on that for some reason blessing in disguise it's random but yeah i meant to ask i meant to ask somebody about that like why because they announced it last week i had no idea why maybe maybe full sales being used or something that's possible i don't know or they just wanted to do it from the performance center for some I don't know. time to change things up but um what were we talking about Sami Zayn? oh uh, yeah what yeah, we were talking about the chamber. We were talking about Sami Zayn. Everybody, everybody shitting on how he won. I listen. I love it. A W's a W, and I'm pumped that he has a freaking title. I'm pumped that he is 
you know what? Hopefully he can make like because I feel like uh, with Nakamura and then Braun, like the IC title has been such an afterthought, and it was for a while. Cody made it pretty good again. Then it got like shoved down the shitter, and then the Miz made it good again, and then it got shoved down the shitter again. So I feel like if anybody can bring it back, it's Sammy, honestly. But it all depends how he's booked. Yeah, I, I, I wanted. Well, while Braun was champion, I thought Braun versus Sheamus for the title would have been cool at WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. I'm so cool. I'm still cool with them doing that match, but. If you're going to have Sami Zayn as the IC champion, yo, give me Sami versus Brian. Dude, seriously, please. That would be... And you know what? Let them go like you let Sami and Nakamura go when Nakamura debuted on NXT TakeOver. That was one of my... It still is one of my favorite matches. Easily top five. Like, that was such a good match. Like, they beat the shit out of each other. And it was so, like... The story they told was great. Like, the fact that they were going hard, like, it made it kind of that more dramatic, I guess. I, man, Sammy and Brian would be so good. Let's, you know what? Let's talk about Brian because he had the uh, official, the proper open for – because we don't need to talk about the pre-show that made no sense, Viking Raiders and Kurt Hawkins and Zack Ryder. Good to see them get, like, a paycheck on a pre-show at least. But uh, I don't have to tell you who won that one. Uh, Daniel Bryan, Drew Gulak. You don't usually see a match like that kick off a pay-per-view. Not lately. Um, I, I mean, I you, can loved, never, you can never go wrong with kicking off with Daniel Bryan. Dude, I loved that match. And I, I expected big things from this match anyway. But I was, man, I was so into that. Except for the part where I thought Bryan died. Oh, my God. That was scary that, as fuck. That, I... I still say that was that was. <laughs> I feel like he was supposed to backflip out of that for whatever reason. Like there was a miscommunication, or he like didn't get the proper takeoff. He homeboy landed directly on like the side of his neck and shoulder, and I'm like, God damn! He was knocked out. He had to be knocked out. Like you could tell by the way that uh, Drew started rolling him over, like he was dead. I don't, I don't think he was knocked out, but I think he, he was might have been knocked up. stupid then. Yeah, he may have just gotten kind of rocked a little bit. Yeah, I mean, he seemed, he definitely seemed it. Like, just the way that Gulak turned him over for the pin. And then, I mean, I get, <laughs> like, heaven forbid, if something did really go wrong with his neck, like, I get Gulak, A, trying to protect him, and B, trying to, like, I guess checking on him without there being like an awkwardness to the ref counting, even though he counted anyway, when his shoulders were a good, I don't know, eight inches off the mat. But like if homeboy's neck was seriously messed up, like that's like, he's going to paralyze him. He literally grabbed him and just pulled him up. I'm like, yikes. That's not what they teach you. Yeah. Yeah. That was fucking crazy. But Daniel Bryan, made Drew Gulak in that match. Like oh, whether they down. whether they capitalized on that or not, Danny Bryan did as his best to make Drew Gulak look like a million bucks and he succeeded. 
And they told like a dope story too, where Brian was like, all right, cool. It's Gulak. He's talking all this shit, like how he's figured me out. And then, you know, the first few minutes of the match, like Gulak reversing stuff, throwing Brian off his game. And I'm like, yo, this is like, this is good. Cause they could have just done a straight up technical match with no like story, but they, I don't know. I, I thought it came off great. I loved it. Mm-hmm. I'm glad Brian didn't die. And like, I, it's a good look for Gulak too. Like, <clears throat> If you if you told me this would be a rematch of WrestleMania, I wouldn't hate it. Or or even better, if you told me it'd be Brian, Sami Zayn for the IC title, and then Gulak was like, "No, I can beat you," or start off with Gulak being like, "No, I can beat you, Brian. I want you again at Mania," and then somehow Sami and the IC title get brought in. Like I'm, dude, three of them light it up. Yeah, I'm like I'm here for the. For Gulak and Brian as a match, I just if it were to happen at Mania, I just it just feel, doesn't feel big enough for Brian. No, like no offense to Gulak, but no, it it doesn't. Like it, it would be more for. I like, mean, this is me being selfish, like just loving the way that they, uh, the chemistry they have in the ring. But yeah, no, it doesn't feel. And no offense to Gulak, he'll he'll definitely get there someday. You can tell, but yeah. yeah. Like them doing it on the the elimination pay- chamber pay per view was like perfect because like, mm-hmm. it was a big pay per view and it was a good spot for Gulak in his hometown. But like, at, if you were to put Daniel Bryan versus Drew Gulak on the card for WrestleMania, like, yes, that has. That that, has you know what? That'd be pre-show. I was gonna say that has kickoff show potential, which yeah. Daniel Bryan should be nowhere near a kickoff. What the fuck else happened? Oh, the tag t- their tag team title. Chamber match? Uh, yeah, before that, after the Brian Gulak match was uh, Andrade and Umberto. Umberto, as Alina likes to say, for the, what is this, probably the 19th time? Yeah, I mean, it was, the match was good. Like, of course it's going to be good. They're, they're really yeah. good wrestlers, but I, I've seen it. I don't need to see it anymore. It, like, and that's the thing. It was a good match. I took the dog out to pee at this point because I'm like, whatever. Been there, done that, seen it a ton of times. Uh, yeah. It was the usual. It was what we've seen on Raw a bunch of times already. Um, I don't don't need to see these four continue to wrestle each other. Like, not all the Mexicans have to wrestle each other, Vince. Like, they they can wrestle other people. And especially not the same Mexicans. You have, like, I don't know, a couple handfuls of Mexicans on your roster. Like, switch it up. If you want all the Mexicans to wrestle each other, fine. You're a racist. But, like, at least switch up the Mexicans to face each other. Keep it fresh. Like, Uh quack. You Every can't let Guac sit out there. It turns brown. It loses the green. It loses the freshness. You're losing the freshness on all your great Mexican talent, Vince. Every week, man. Yeah, I'm. I I tuned out for that match. I I checked the checked the socials. I did the scroll in. I was seeing what was up on the Snapchats. I was taking the dog out. Uh, thankfully, made it in in time for the SmackDown Tag Team Championship Elimination Chamber match. It was Miz and Morrison defending against the New Day, our boy, good friend of the uh, podcast, Kofi Kingston and Big E. Usos, Heavy Machinery, uh, (laughs) talking about the Lucha House Party. Uh, And, of course, the Ziggles, uh, Rudolph, Robert Rude, and Dolph Ziggler. It's a a tie between that match and Brian and Gulak for match of the night for me. Yeah, that was a that was a really fun match. Um, good story, good stories told. Mm-hmm. Lindsay Dorado fucking 
spot spot monkey. That's literally that's that's the only reason Lucha House Party was in that match. Hundred percent. But they that nailed it. Like, <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, one hundred percent. That and like they're punishing the crap out of uh, out of uh, the revival. Yeah, rumor is that the Revi- revival aren't even getting paid right now. Yeah, they're sitting at home and yeah, either stopped paying them or have like really hit them in the wallet. But I mean, whatever. If they jump ship, cool. But yeah, no, that match was dope. Um, I mean, the right team won. Miz and Morrison needed to retain because they got <laughs> they lost what twice in eight days. Yeah, shit. I think like right, yeah, right after uh, right after one of the titles, they lost. I think back to back, right? Yep. Yeah, yeah. Do you? Um, what do you think? Do you think they make it to Mania as champions? Yeah, at this point, I feel like probably. Well, it depends when Mania ends up being, but <laughs> uh, yeah, you know what? True. <laughs> as of this moment, yes. Uh, yeah, as, as of right now, if Mania still goes down, what is it? April fifth. Um, yeah. Uh yeah, they should. I mean it I don't see them losing it on I guess episode of SmackDown. At this point you kinda gotta go with them in into Mania with the titles. Do you think it's Miz and Morrison? Hey, hey, ho ho, and the Usos? Um well, I definitely think it'll be those two in a in a match, whether it's just them. I I would prefer them add the new day in there, make it a triple threat. That'd be great. Because otherwise, I don't know what you, what else you would do with the New Day. And that would be very disappointing for Kofi to not even be on the card after. After becoming champion last year? Yeah, totally. Yeah. yeah. Um, Stipulation or just straight up three-way tag match? Uh, probably just straight up. But those three, you don't necessarily need one. I feel like the Usos probably walk out, right? There's no way Miz and Morris would make it past Mania. I, I could probably see the Usos winning, yeah. We're really, we're like 80% of the way to getting Otis and Dolph at Mania, aren't we? Oh, absolutely. Mandy on a pole match? <laughs> the, it Unintended. Needs, Mandy in a shark cage? <laughs> it's that, it, you know, yeah, absolutely. And I'm in, I'm fully invested in this. I never would have guessed that if you told me like three months ago that Dolph Ziggler versus Otis would be a match at WrestleMania, I would have laughed in your fucking face. I'm invested. They've made me invested. Dude, it's the best story they're telling right now. What the hell? The crowd is loving Otis after smack after the gauntlet on SmackDown. You have yeah, to be a dirty. You have to be a dirty Alvarez if you don't like Otis. Yo, we're ready for Otis Mania. We're heading. <laughs> Print that shirt before WWE does. Otis Mania, baby. Dude. Caterpillar Mania. <laughs> uh, I, man, I like what? I I can't believe I'm si- literally like weeks ago you were like, Oh, looks like we're getting Otis and Dolphin Mania. I'm like, Derek, you're straight edge, but lay off all like lay off the sour patch kids, man. Like stop sniffing the sour patch dust. But I like I want this. Yeah, I don't. I, I don't I've, it has I to happen. Bad. I it. I feel like it's got to happen, and it, I don't think it'll be a kickoff show match either. I think it'll be on the the main card. 
I feel like they don't know what to do with Mandy in this situation, though, because it feels like, like a couple weeks ago, Tucker was like, "Oh, the text, and you're a bitch." And Mandy was like, "I don't know what text you're talking about. I didn't get a, te- I didn't send a text." And then, like last week, it was, ugh, women don't like to be waiting too long. Like Dolph won, or whatever she said. I'm like, what, what, huh? You like. In the span of a week, you haven't been like, wait a minute, what happened? Yeah, no, yeah, I, that was that was interesting. I was like, wait a minute, <laughs> hold up, hold up. Last week, you you yeah, you were also so surprised about this this text, and then didn't even mention it the next week, and then yeah, like you said, she was just like, a woman doesn't like to be waiting, which I was like. It's, that's what I said. Right. That's why I didn't feel bad for Otis. But I wasn't aware that there was a text sent that he was going to be late. There's going to be another shoe to drop. I'm, yeah. I'm, 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 I'm waiting for it. Do you think, do you think the perpetrator of the text was Dolph? Do you think it was Sonya? Or do you think it was Taki? Taki? Um... For Tucker's sake, I hope to God it wasn't him, because then he's his career's pretty much over. Because the the only reason he's the thing is because he's tagging with Otis. Yeah, yeah. Like he, he, Tucker on his own, nobody gives a flying yeah. fuck about. And it, there's no need. You don't have to break up every goddamn tag team you have on the roster. Yeah, no, I don't think it. I I still think it was Sonya, or maybe it was Mandy. <laughs> maybe this whole thing is Mandy just. Playing right. just like a violin. This, you know, this is this is the return of GTV. It's going to be shorty GTV. Oh God, CVTV, the coronavirus TV. <laughs> oh, I don't know who it was, but I'm I'm fully invested. I they have me every week. Yeah, man. Like, give me. Just... <laughs> give me. Give me good stories, man, with this. Just keep don't it makes me so nervous because I feel like anytime they start telling a great story, they absolutely screw up. Yep. That's very, very factual. Um yeah. What else happened? Uh next <laughs> match after that was Oh, alright. I don't know how I felt about this match. It was good, but I felt like it went long. Alistair Black and AJ Styles. No DQ. I felt it went a little long as well. Not to yeah. mention. Which is weird considering who was in it, but. It, that, and it was no DQ. And Gallows and Anderson were just hanging out on the outside. And then it was like they had this epiphany. Like, wait, it's no DQ. We can interfere, and it's okay. 20 minutes into the match. Yeah, you never know, man. Sometimes just, you just you just get caught up and you forget. As soon as like it was a three on one, I was like, "All right, Taker's coming out. Maybe he's going to bring Michelle with him because Michelle's pissed." <laughs> yeah, it, uh, fucking. Uh, which, by the way, in his promo on Monday, he brought up Michelle McCool. Are we? Like, is this? We talked about maybe a tag team match for Taker and Mania instead of just a straight up one on one. Are we? Are we about to get? Are we about to get Undertaker and Michelle McCool versus AJ Styles and Wendy? 
I don't fucking know, man. I mean, I don't think I, we're gonna. I was blown away by I was blown away by that promo. I was not expecting that. Mark? Is it is it Mark? Mark? Or should I call you Mark Calloway? I got to Honestly, I that's the problem with Raw. I don't know if it's because it's three hours or it's just because it's like. I mean, I think the last couple of weeks sucked, but with even when Raw is eh, good, like good for three hours is really just like a steady C. You know what I mean? A, a C between a C plus and a C minus. So it's like something that like isn't drawing me in the whole time. But anyway, point being. I half tuned out for the AJ promo, so I got to go back and watch it because I totally missed him like breaking the fourth wall. Yeah, it was um, it was something. Uh, I I was okay with the the Mark Calloway reference. I was okay with bringing up Michelle McCool, even though I was still just although I'm still kind of like K fame, bro, K fame, man, ruined my childhood. But where I had a problem with was him, you know, calling. Undertaker old and like because I forget who 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 once said it but like what does that what does that do like if so if you call somebody old and make and all that shit and you have a match with them if you beat them oh you just beat an old dude but if you lose you You lost lost to an old dude Yeah, yeah so like that's not Got they gotta be careful with that. And I, like I, I understood where it was coming from. Like, I, it was. It's basically like he said it as if like what fans have been saying since WrestleMania 30, mm-hmm. when we all thought like that was Taker's retirement match, and then again, what was it 32 when Roman beat him? Uh, 33. Like. I just, I, I, I get it because it's what fans have been saying the last six years. But also, like you said, that doesn't make anybody look good. No, no, that doesn't do a lot for you, you know. So careful, careful going down that road. Yeah, but I feel, oh, I feel like. Taker showing up, it reminded me a lot, you know the meme where uh, him and Brock are laughing at each other and Taker just looks like a total fucking creep? Wait, say what? The meme where uh, Taker and Brock are laughing at each other, like they both oh, yeah. sat up yeah, or whatever, yeah. and Taker just looks like a total fucking creep. He had like that same face on with the double chokehold on Gallows and Anderson, and I'm like, mm, that doesn't do favors. Don't close your mouth. Just look menacing. I don't open your mouth. Just look menacing because you. He just he looks creepy, not in the, not in like the hey I'm the Undertaker way. You know what I mean? Does that make any sense? Uh, kind of. I don't know. It's just. It's uh, I'm be honest. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about, but uh. he looks. He just looks. <laughs> he looks like. He looks like a psycho. Okay. He doesn't. I I don't know. Never mind. I I guess. I don't know. Maybe it's just a me thing. <laughs> uh. Anyway, let's move on to the next match. Uh. <laughs> hey, bet you haven't seen this one. 
Stop me if you've heard this one before, Derek. Raw Tag Team Championship match. The Street Profits. Profits are up. And we want the smoke against Seth Rollins and Don't Call Me Buddy Murphy. Mm-hmm. It was a match. This, was this is what I mean. Now, I saw, like, after the fact of the pay-per-view, some people said it was a banger of a pay-per-view, which I don't agree with. No. It was fine. Some people shat all over it, and I also don't agree with that. It, it was... The matches were, were put together well. They were... It was... It was a good card. It was a good event. Would I call it entertaining? Not fully. But, like, we've seen this... We've seen this shit before. The pre-show match with the Viking... And I'm, I'm going through this now because we haven't... I mean, the last two matches, you can't really say this to. But the Viking Raiders, we don't really... Like, it was so random for the Viking Raiders and Kurt Hawkins and Zack Ryder to have a match. Again, pumped that Ryder and Hawkins got the pre-show check. But it was random as hell. And then, like, how many times have we seen Andrade and Alberto? We've already covered that. Black and Styles. Like, we... Technically, we, we saw it. Yeah, we technically saw it, but it, after some bullshit... I don't want to say false advertising, but I mean, you sold, you sold that raw that it was going to be that match. And then randomly it was like, Oh, Hey, no, it's a gauntlet match. You should have read the fine print, which is just bullshit. If you wanted that match to be on the chamber card, save it for the chamber card and just make it, make it like a one on two handicap match or something on raw. Don't like don't fucking false advertise when you know you're gonna friggin' flip the script on it. And and right after that match, Street Profits and Seth and Murphy again. It's like it this is what I meant by like it was an okay show, but it felt like a good episode of Raw. Yeah, that's pretty much kinda how I th- I saw it. And like this match was fine. The tag match was fine, like but we literally just saw it and Almost we the same exact outcome. Like, and... Christ. It was a good but, match. No. Yeah, it was fine. Yeah. I hope I never fucking see it again. Or any incarnation. I don't I don't even want to see the Street Profits and AOP. Well, you won't because... Uh, or at least for a while because I guess Akam got hurt. Did he? Tore On his... Raw? Yeah, he tore, bi- tore his bicep apparently. <clears throat> Alright, well... Hopefully Rollins doesn't lose his friggin' money net Messiah. Damn yeah. it, he's been crushing that. We'll see, man. And hopefully WWE doesn't break up AOP for the storyline's sake. Yeah. I- I'm curious to see if they just use uh, what's his name, Razor, or, or I mean, just use leave them. the AOP away. Use them, but don't. Like I feel like when something like this happens. I'm so Pavlov's dogged to believe that, like, when one member of the tag team comes back, they're going to break up. They're going to feud. Like, oh, you went on without me. You know, kind of like, uh, and granted, I, I love the fact this happened down in NXT, but, like, the Tegan Knox, um Dakota Kai stuff, granted, that was a whole story within it. But, although they were, that's a terrible example. Never mind. That was an awful example. 
Um, it wasn't good. It wasn't good. Where, where is your head, man? Uh, I have probably four sips left of this bottle of wine. So yeah, yeah. The, them breaking up. It was like you know. Remember the time when um, <laughs> Ken Shamrock was out. He had in uh, with Steve Black. They um, and William Regal was out. And you know, remember they they had that 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 that, that story thing. It's kind of like that. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah i i i get nothing i just i don't know i just hope they bring Acom back and aop goes on and does good things what the fuck i quit <laughs> um all right next what was Matt. next what was next uh i barely was, remember i mean a mask kind of we've already talked about sammy shinsuke and cesaro against braun for the ic title Three on one handicap. No matter who pinned Strowman, they would win the strap. It was Sammy. Do you think there's going to be any blowback between any of the three of them since Sammy got the win? Which, by the way, side note, I love that three way finisher, at least for like big guys like Braun Strowman. And I suppose like if Yokozuna was still alive, they could do it with him. Or if like Big Show comes back, they could do it with him. Yeah, that was pretty cool. The uh, the actual kick was a, a little weak, a little yeah. weak, just a little but, bit. Um, they did a lot better on SmackDown. Yeah. Um, do I think there will be any blowback? Um, no. I mean, maybe potentially with Nakamura, but I doubt it. I kind of. I'm glad Nakamura didn't get the pin. If Cesaro would have gotten the pin, I would have been okay with that too. But I'm really glad Sammy got it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't think there will be any anything between them at this point yet. Yeah. So far, so good. Do you, do you think they're going to channel A Cool and split the IC title in thirds? I mean, you kind of can with the way that title's designed. <laughs> no, I don't think they will. I hope to they, God. They it should be all Sammy Zayn in his, all of his glory. I hope to God they don't. Uh, and then final match, which has been, it's been shit on so much, Derek, that I'm pretty sure that's the actual reason there's no toilet paper left in any grocery stores. Uh, the women's elimination chamber match to be the number one contender for Becky Lynch's Raw Women's Championship, Shayna Baszler, Natalia, Liv Morgan, Asuka, Ruby Riot, Sarah Logan. They competed in the most predictable winner elimination chamber match ever. A lot of people shit on how it went down. I know we're on the same page on this one. Eh, mostly. Thoughts? Go. I loved it. <laughs> I thought that's ha- exactly what needed to happen. I think the issue is the placement of the match. It being the main event, it's kind of tough to do that that booking of the match. If it was like in the middle of the show or, or beginning of the show, that's like more palpable, I think, for people. I agree. But I also think there was no match, no other match that could have headlined. 
Oh, yeah, no. I don't necessarily mean, like, from this lineup, but, like, in general. Like, if this match were to happen to open the show or in the middle of the show and they book it that way, I don't think there's nearly as much of an issue. But the fact that it was the main event, you people, people in attendance waited around three hours for that, and then, you know... It's I could see it being somewhat of a letdown, but me watching at home, I'm like, yo, this is exactly what the fuck needed to happen. So it was, and I got what they were trying to do because they, it, it was very much the same, I guess, equation you could say, as Brock Lesnar in the Rubble match the month before, mm-hmm. or two months before, because this was last weekend. Um, Brock should have, and uh, not necessarily needed to, but should have looked as dominant as he did in his Rumble appearance. Baszler needed to look as dominant as she did. That I agree with. I don't hate the booking with that. I feel like overall, and listen, she should have run through, she should have definitely run through Liv Morgan and Sarah Logan like she did. I kind of feel like maybe Ruby Riot should put up a little bit more of a fight, but I mean... Nowhere near the level of Baszler, at least in this situation. So I get that. Asuka, I get maybe making that a little bit competitive. They 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 booked it right. The only thing I will disagree with um, is after she choked out Natty, Ruby, and Sarah... Why at that point do you need to wait? It, like, it's not like it's the Rumble. I, I don't think people anticipate who's next. Not to quote Goldberg. They don't anticipate who's next with the countdown and everything as much with the Chamber as they do with the Rumble. And with the Rumble, they get to do that 30 times. or well, 28 times. It's only... They do it four times with the Chamber. And at that point, when it's Liv Morgan and Oscar left, they don't give a fuck. So at that point, like, when it's just Baszler in the ring, why why are you going to keep her alone in the ring for two minutes to, quote, taunt two people in pods? Like, why not? I'm not saying make it instant, but let's be real. Like, not every Rumble entrant is however long the time's supposed to be. And not every Chamber entrant is the exact time it's supposed to be. And nobody's keeping fucking track of the times. So why not wait, like, I don't know, 20 seconds and then start the countdown to let one of them out and then let them do their thing. And then at that point, Oscar's the last one left. Just let her out. There's nothing else to wait for. There's no anticipation. Just let her out. And let them go at it. Yeah, I, I was fine with the uh, with her, <clears throat> maybe not the length of it, but like the uh, the wait and like before Liv Morgan came out. I was OK yeah. with that just because. I don't know. You didn't know if it was going to be... I mean, I knew it wasn't going to be Asuka, but... Right. Theoretically, you didn't know. But, like, yeah, like you said, like, once Liv Morgan went down, it's like, there's literally no reason to wait. I mean, granted, from a, like, storyline perspective or whatever, that is part of the um, advantage, I guess you would say, of Baszler being able to eliminate her opponents so quickly that she would have time to rest. But realistically, like, yeah, let's fucking let's wrap let's wrap this up. Like 
either have Liv Morgan last longer, you know, have her get her ass beat for another two minutes, and then just have Baszler taunt Oscar for like thirty seconds, or just fucking open the open the thing right away. Mm-hmm. So, so I get that. Yeah, that that was one of my that was like one of my little nitpicks about it. And it, like, too. I'm on, I'm on the same page then with that. That said, <clears throat> I feel like this was so predictable that as a main event, it wasn't. And don't get me wrong, this is exact. It's exactly how it should have gone, other than like the wait times for the last two entrants. But that said, that's exactly how that match should have gone. But that said, it was so obvious. That like nobody, you know what? The fact that that whole event was in Philly, and the Philly crowds usually like the Philly crowds like the Boston crowd and like a Chicago crowd, like they're in it, they're in it, they carry the show. That was the most lame Philly crowd ever. But that said, I feel like this was such a waste of a chamber match. You could have made this the number. Like, if if Becky's already hoping Shayna wants to win, if Shayna's already going Hannibal Lecter on her neck, and we all, everybody knows that, like, it's going to be Becky, Shayna, and Mania, just, like, after Shayna takes a bite out of her neck or whatever, just have Becky come out and be like, I want your ass at Mania, let's fucking go. And yeah, then it, save it this chamber started. match for... Make it the number one contendership for the SmackDown Women's Championship. Or, like, I don't know, something else. Like, Sheamus and Lacey Evans were both supposed to be in chamber matches. Still waiting for that to happen. Yeah. I I, I agree with that as well. Like, I don't understand why it need, what needed to happen. But since it did happen, like, yeah, that was the way it should have gone. Um, 100%. I will say my other tiny nitpick from that match was... I thought, I thought Liv Morgan should have tapped out instead of instead of passing out. Yeah, because you have when you have Oscar pass out. Yeah, that exactly. puts Liv on the same level, and I like exactly. I think Liv has improved. Don't get me wrong; I think she's improved, and like I like I want her to succeed. Like I, I liked the Riot Squad. I want all three of them to do good things. But. Same. Don't tell me Liv Morgan is on the same level as Asuka. Yeah, no. Exactly. Like, you got to protect Asuka. Like, if you're going to make Asuka look strong, which, I mean, uh, which is smart that they didn't have her tap out. They had her pass out. Right. But you got to have her be the only one to, to not tap out. They should have had Liv tap out as soon as she got lifted like like she was being hanged. Mm-hmm. That, like, that would have been dope. And, like... Cool, they're putting some momentum behind Liv, but who knows if Liv's gonna make it? Look at look at Ricochet. Yeah, and, and even that, even then, with like if that's how they did it with Liv, like that still is like she's like Shayna's going above and beyond to still have to take her out. Like it's yeah. not just a normal Kirafuda clutch. Like it'd be oh, with the uh, help of the turnbuckle or whatever. Yeah, but man, I don't. That yeah, that was like the one, like the biggest thing I I took from. It. I was like, ah, oh, yes, glad... I'm glad. I'm glad they had Oscar 
pass out. Yeah, I would have been. I would have been very upset if they had her tap out. But Dude, I, I was Liv watching, and I'm like, if they have Oscar tap out and they had freaking live like pass out, that's fucked up. So yeah. I'm glad you brought that up because I forgot about that. But I, man, like same page dude like holy shit because natalia tapped right yeah she did yeah i mean if you're gonna have have natty pass out and oscar pass out okay but natty and on the same living on the same level as natty no no absolutely not and like yeah so that was it's not like a huge deal but it was just still something that was like i would have made oscar seem different because the, then she almost seemed like just like the rest of them, just slightly above. But it was it's just a small nitpick. But I thoroughly enjoyed Asuka in the pod. <laughs> that was the highlight of the match. Yo, that that was the one thing I think we both said coming out of it was Asuka was the best part of that match. Yo, give me give me a three hour raw of just Asuka and. Elimination Chamber pod. I would be thoroughly entertained. (laughs) So many memes were made out of her in the pod. It was great. Oh, my God. Her and Kyrie are so fucking great. I do feel like when they both do the laughing thing, I feel... I don't know. I almost feel like Kyrie tries too hard to be as good as Asuka, and I, I feel like it makes her look bad. Granted, I have no idea what the hell they're saying, but it's just the impression I get. Although... I do get like the evil anime laugh from Kyrie, and I do get like a totally different laugh from Asuka. So maybe, maybe I'm just a dick. No, I don't know. I it can get a little annoying, but I I I fucking love it. I fucking love them. It can get a little annoying with Kyrie, but with Asuka, I'm like, no, keep no, keep keep laughing down at me. (laughs) Keep making me feel like I'm a piece of shit, please. I love it. It's so great. I all I I just wish that they would fucking defend their tag titles every now and then. Well, and you can tell that uh, I don't know. I mean, we're definitely gonna get a mania match out of it because Alexa keeps bringing it up. But I heard something about uh, it. Made originally it was supposed to be Natty and Beth Phoenix versus Kabuki Warriors, but now it may be. Uh, well, that's maybe another three way tag we were talking about earlier with uh, maybe Usos New Day and Miz Morrison. Hey, hey ho ho. With uh, Alexa and Nikki? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bliss Cross Cross and uh, Kabuki Warriors and the Divas of Doom. Which, I don't get how Natty... How did Natty and Beth even fit into that? So, it was because Natty was basically feuding with the Kabuki Warriors. Like, she was getting beat by either Oscar or or Kyrie for, like, weeks. And then... People were like, oh, well, this has got to lead to Natty having to pick a partner. And obviously, I mean, we all know like her partner is usually Beth. But I don't know how that fits with Beth and the whole Randy Orton edge shit. Because I don't know how you transition to that. Yeah. But if, it, if it's just Kabuki Warriors versus Bliss Cross, that is 1,000% kickoff. Ah, oh, dude. What, 1 million percent. Yeah, like... Which sucks when you think of Alexa Bliss and Asuka, but Alexa Bliss, man, she is falling off hard. Is she, like, I get for a while they weren't, like, she wasn't clear, they weren't really comfortable throwing her in there, all that, but, like, she 
she's good to go now. And I feel like at this point, she's, I don't want to say she's a joke, but she's, like you said, she's fallen off. She definitely has the, she definitely does not have the momentum she did before. Not even close. And like part of it's a big part of it. I think it's just because she's a baby face now. And like WWE does not know how to book baby faces. And then two, she's lumped in with Nikki Cross. So even if they wanted to push her as like a single, she can't really. Yeah. And I feel like at this point, having her, it felt like for a good few weeks, she was doing the whole just going to use Nikki and then turn on her. And then, like, I don't, they're not at that point anymore to me. So it would almost feel just like, it would feel forced in like a trigger reaction. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I don't, that's the thing. They kind of paint themselves in corners a lot. Sure do. But who knows? It might be safe because it may not be a WrestleMania. So. Hmm. Exactly. Uh, but yeah, so Shayna and Becky is official. Uh, actually enjoyed Becky's promo this week. Yeah, because you know what? I, I mean, it almost made me wonder if they saw the fact that people were starting to kind of turn on Becky because she seemed like she was just out there making a joke of the whole thing and Shayna because she started taking her a lot more serious. And I'm like, all right, cool. I yeah. still want Shane to win, but... Yeah, I don't know what the fuck happened. Like, I mean, like, we talked about it on the podcast that didn't happen. Yeah. Um, the... <laughs> the pod that shall uh, not be referenced. <laughs> yeah. The forgotten pod. Um, <laughs> or, or if you guys want to hear it, you can hear me talking for an hour or for two, all, two for hours all, off and on. For all the shit that Tim and I give Derek when he does the videos of our predictions that he fucks up in his favor... Uh, I'm gonna add this to the to the conspiracy theory. <laughs> it would have been the most awkward podcast of all time. <laughs> <laughs> Just hearing me react to people who can't hear. <laughs> unless you only <laughs> unless you only tune in for the 13 abs, then you would have been the happiest you've ever been in your entire listenership. Yeah, it would have been fucking really weird. Um, but yeah, no, it was like we talked about on that podcast, like. Wasn't sure what the fuck they were going with this cocky Becky Conor McGregor type Elton John atti- <laughs> attitude, Elton John uh, wardrobe that she had been fucking going at, but she brought it. She brought it all the way back this week, and it was like the Becky of old, and like the crowd was one hundred percent behind her again. So I don't, I don't know. That's what they need to be. Like yeah. I want that's like. I still want Shannon to win, like you said, but going into Mania, I want that to have that dynamic of Shane is the bitch that everybody hates, and Becky is still that the man that everybody loves. I want that dynamic. I don't want to have like, oh, we're kind of sick of Becky, so we're gonna we're gonna cheer for Shayna just because it's, cool. yeah. it's a fun thing to do. No, I want I want the crowd to be fully on Becky's side and then her lose. Well, and this is like in one of our in one of our groups, uh, somebody put up the question. They put some I don't exactly remember the question, but they put up something about Shayna and uh, Becky about how you want maybe it was how you wanted to go. And I said I wanted a squash match for no other reason than the last two, three, four weeks, 
Becky has just made Shayna seem like she's a joke and like she's not taking her seriously. So if she comes out, Shayna comes out and just completely annihilates Becky and beats her like in a squash, kind of like uh, not not Shayna, uh, not Sheamus and Brian because that had like the whole kiss thing, but like a, like a Brock Lesnar John Cena deal. It's that SummerSlam. I'd be cool with that. But I also want to see them go for a bit because I feel like that'd be a great match. And now I want to see them go for a while because it. I'm. I don't know. I don't know what the hell they were doing with Becky the last few weeks, but I'm glad they got rid of it, and I'm glad it's back to like. And they covered their ass by having Becky being like, "All right, time to get serious." Now that like there's an actual number one contender. Yeah. Didn't fully save it, but. No. Good job. Yeah. Oh, Edge. Edge. We're going to talk about Edge. Yo. I, God, I'm so... This storyline is so, so good. I'm so happy he's back. This storyline is just so, like, in, like interesting. This yeah. is how you do a slow burn. Yeah. I, the So, uh, another little nitpick that I had with this storyline, or just the uh, angle on Raw... And I can kind of let it go, but Edge is the babyface, um, right? And we were, we had this, um, we all had the sympathy for Edge because of Orton, what Orton did with the concerto, and all of that. So Edge turning around and doing that to MVP, <laughs> right? I'm kind of like. I think they're like, I kind of feel like that may have been a little too far. It may have been a little too far. Because then it's like, because he did it, he did it more. He did it more than Orton did it to Edge. <laughs> like, yeah. You know, <laughs> I'm like, uh, you know. <laughs> I mean, maybe just a couple of spears and your little, your new little submission thing would have sufficed. You know, <laughs> maybe, maybe not try and kill that man as well. You know. Just a thought. Yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> I just felt like, uh, so we were all just, you know, storyline-wise, we were all just giving Randy Orton shit and just, oh, poor Edge, you know. I can't believe Randy Orton would do such a thing. And then Edge comes back and does the same thing to MVP, and we're all like, yeah, Edge, woo! Like, <laughs> come on, y'all. We're wicked trying to hypocrites. kill that man. <laughs> yeah, trying to kill that man. I mean, the, the but aside from that, that whole thing. Like, if you're, I hope like those younger wrestlers in the back were watching that because the fire in Edge's eyes and his whole <sighs> performance was just chef's kiss. Just mwah. it was perfect. Well, and that's what's interesting. You talk about the younger guys. I was scrolling through like some of the big news stories from the week, and there was, and I didn't fully read the, um, I didn't fully read the article, but there was a headline where Seamus said the people in the locker room today, like the the vets, they don't really give tips as much to the youngsters now as like back in the day, which I think is interesting because you don't. But you know what? It goes back to the whole, like, and I don't want to say destroying the fiend, 
because they didn't destroy the fiend, but like they took a big chunk out of him, having nobody being able to beat him. But then you have a fifty-three-year-old man squash him. That said, it's like you need to. I feel like I feel like we're at a point, and not like with the Jerichos and not with the Cenas, but at some point, like we're to we're to juxtaposition for no other reason than I've always wanted to use that word. Ooh. With with the vets, where look at, like, look at you. Right? yo, whipping up that freaking English degree, baby. Um, the juxta gorilla position. <laughs> the juxta gorilla position. Let's go, Monsoon would be so happy. Oh, we just became the immovable force in the immovable object, the irresistible force in the immovable object. I did pretty good considering I finished that bottle. Anyway, um. God damn it, Derek! You sidetracked me, and I forgot what I was saying. Oh, if like there, I feel like the vets of today, like I said, other than the people that I've mentioned, and you know, Seamus included, since he's bringing it up, almost have like the the ego factor where they don't want to like prep the next generation because they know it's time for them to kind of step aside and let them shine. Or do we? Or do we just not have that? Have what? Are, are we like, an like older? Yeah, like it was it was obvious when it was time for Triple H and HBK and well I'd say Taker, but he's still fucking going. Um I just feel like it's been obvious when there's been when there's been vets that have come to the point where they need to put over the younger talent before they start to like shuffle off. Okay. Or if they're gonna stay into it. They'll put them over, but stay into it and stay relevant in a way. And I'm more thinking of Jericho on this one because he's Jericho's getting up there, but he's still doing it in a way where he's, and I don't mean dropping the AEW title to John Moxley. I mean he's just doing it in a way where he's still that young upstart John Moxley. Right, the youngest AEW World Champion of all time. Yeah, no shit, right? Youngest all time. But even like the the small things he does, like anytime anytime he's in a promo and he stops and like hugs Sammy Guevara, like those little nuances like boost Sammy Guevara so much. At least in my eyes, I don't know. But like I feel like you like we're at that we're at that point where not a lot of veterans are like giving that quote kiss to the younger talent to like at least start taking the torch. They're not like, they're not motioning to give the torch to them. They're still holding the torch for themselves. And is it just that, are they that egotistical or are we at a point where like the veterans are still like the top notch, the top tier and the next generation just hasn't reached that level yet. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't, I don't know. if. Yeah. I think I'm trying to think of it. Like, I don't think there is any, too many guys at that point right now like at least in wwe like because like the the vets if you will are kind of like the romans and the seths and the Braves. yeah which they're still like they're still very much in it yeah like i mean hey like mark henry was the most recent one that was kind of like that yeah he's he's definitely out of it now obviously and Big Show is still around, 
And I think he does kind of help the guys, but he's not there all the time. I honestly I think, like, feel with, like the place they're getting it the most is down at NXT. Probably. I mean, like with the women, I think Mickey James. Is she? Still, is she a trainer? Now? She's not a trainer, but I think she's still around. She does main event, the uh, commentating for main event. I don't know if she's still doing it, but she was for a while. Oh no, kidding. Okay. Um. Yeah, no, like, here that's it's a good uh, two point because like, because for a while we had like the JBLs and like. You could tell like he was on, cl- close to the end of the rope. Shawn Michaels was around that on that time, like Jericho, mm-hmm. Edge, Christian, like those guys. But like now, when you look at the roster, it's like May- Rey Mysterio, and I, then I feel like he's back to like the you don't have to highlight just the Mexicans against the Mexicans. I almost feel like he's trying to give like that younger crop of Mexican wrestlers. The rub, like kind of with well, Alberto, is, yeah. kind of with Andrade, kind of with uh, Angel Garza, but like he can do that to more than just. And I don't know because uh, that's that's a whole can of worms. So I'm just gonna stop. <laughs> yeah, um, and I think he's been super influential in helping Andrade and now Umberto. He's been great, and they're like I, yeah. I like. I like don't get me wrong I love that crop that they have like going against each other the problem is they only have them going against each other I love Angel Garza I love I mean I still love Ray yo Angel Garza gotta be careful man like like well I guess he doesn't really have to worry about it now since there's not gonna be an audience but you know it's pretty chancy going and getting random kisses from strangers. Yo, honestly, I was just thinking of that now. Like you were talking about earlier, who's who's the wrestler that might get uh, or you said <laughs> yes. definitely one of them's gonna get coronavirus. It's gonna Prime. be Angel Garza. <laughs> yeah, shit. And the AEW Hangman Page drinking random people's beers. You better Dude. be careful, bro. Well, nah, he'll he'll be fine. He's immune. Cowboy shit. I don't know, man. You gonna you gonna get a, the coronavirus from drinking Corona? <laughs> random coronas Jesus man might not start I don't know if they were doing it before but if not they gotta start putting some plants out in that in that audience <laughs> some untainted some untainted beer oh god I wouldn't trust it oh god I wouldn't either I've always assumed that they were plants but I'm like there's no way eight people are plants when he just swiped eight beers from random sections. Yeah, so like I, fir- I thought he did it like randomly at first. And then I was like, okay, these are definitely plants from he- after a little after a couple of episodes. And then the way I don't know, he was just going around like you said, like just like more than one, two, three people. And I'm like, okay, there's no way all these people are plants. These idiots are just giving up their beer that they just spent like ten bucks for. He he put a post up. It was like, yo, I'm getting at least like a hundred dollars worth of beer every night. Yeah, it's insane. It was on Twitter, really... maybe I don't know, but not, 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 not totally comparable. But because I, you know, I obviously don't drink straight edge sex symbol. Hello, but yeah. when we went to SmackDown a couple of weeks ago, I got um, one of the souvenir cup sodas. My ass left it at the goddamn thing. I was like, no. Was oh like, my god, Pum. really? <laughs> yeah. Like I spent like ten dollars for that, dude. I'm notorious for like, if I go to a restaurant and I uh, 
I end up leave having, your leftovers. Yeah. If yeah, I don't finish my times. meal, like I get it boxed, and then like I'm notorious for just leaving the box right on the table. I'm like, God damn it! I paid for that expensive food. I've done that a couple times. Oh, I like unless somebody is smart, and I don't hang out with a lot of smart people. Now that's a lie. I don't. I just don't think about it because like. I don't know, you're you're talking to your friends and then like, you know, the bill comes and you're done and it's time to go and you've wrapped up the conversation and you leave and I'm like literally halfway through the drive, I'm like, damn it, I left the food on the table. I suck. Yeah, That's I've me. been there. All the time. I do that. Notorious I don't say I'm notorious for that. I've done a couple times. I'm notorious for locking my keys in my car. Oh god, I did that <laughs> Can I can I tell you my favorite lock and keys and car story? Yeah, sure. Go ahead. We got time. All right. Sweet. <laughs> yeah. We got all the time we want. Coronavirus hasn't hit us yet. Um, I uh, I was, I don't know, younger, watching some baseball game with somebody in the family. might have been my cousin. I had to go grab something from the car. I'm like, mine. I need the keys to the car. She's like, all right. She's like, hey, don't lock the keys in the car. And I'm like, yeah, all right, Ma. Like, you're fucking crazy. Why are you telling me that? For whatever reason, like, not only did I get in the car and put the keys down, but I didn't just put the keys down. I put them in the ignition, and then for whatever reason, I turned them. I don't know, like, it was a baseball game, so maybe it was, like, a summer day, and I'm fat, so I need some AC. I don't know, so I I turned the goddamn ignition so I could get some AC. Anyway, get what I needed, got out of the car, walked back. And this was, like, old school, like, you have to press the locks down for the car. It's not just auto lock. Oh, shit. Walk back to my, like, the blanket we're all hanging at, sit down. My mom's like, hey, can I have the keys? And I'm like, and this is like 25 minutes after. I'm like, didn't I already give them to you? She's like, uh, no. And I'm like, oh, all right. We should in my pocket. And I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> Left the keys in the car after she was like, don't lock the keys in the car because I'm a huge dirty Alvarez. Shit. <laughs> I would probably tell that story better if I was so. Would you? Just throwing that out there. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> Thanks. Um, At least you're so, honest. Uh, one of my lucky keys and car stories actually is relevant to this podcast because it has to do with wrestling in a way. Um, this was like, what was like three, oh, four years ago, I think at this point now. I was still working at the, the Visa Center uh, and I was working overtime and I was working late. I think I was like, I was going to work till like six or something. And I went to leave. Fucking keys are in my car. I'm like, shit. Aww. So I tried to like call AAA. They were taking fucking forever. So I ended up having to like call my mom to like go and get my spare key somewhere, wherever it was, I forget. And I think by the time... Oh, yeah, I had to have her come get me so I, she could drive me back home to get my spare key and then drive me back. That's what it was. That shit took forever. But this was a Monday night and... <laughs> uh, so what was happening... And this happened to be the night Shane McMahon returned. Oh, no way. Yeah. So in the group chat, 
with them boys. Shout out to Tim, other Tim, Tim G and Paul. Hello, other Tim. Hi, Paul. Um, in a group chat with them, and text comes through. Oh shit! Here comes the money, and I was like, no. <laughs> sure. No. No. Because at that point, I think it was Kurt Angle and Shane McMahon were like the two returns that I was looking forward to most. That would like pop me the most. And I had it spoiled for me. No. Because I I locked my keys in my fucking car. And I wasn't home to watch it live. That's a real driver move. Uh, To this day, I have not fully forgiven Tim for that. But... I was like, I remember that, and I still lived in Dover. I don't know if I got back. (laughs) Back in the day, I went to the gym. I don't know if I got back to the gym late, and I was making dinner or whatever. I was making something, and all of a sudden, I heard, here comes the money. And I'm like, no. And I just walk around the corner, look at the TV, and I'm like, oh, my God. Burned dinner that night because I forgot that I was cooking it because I was watching the segment, but... Yeah, that was the tits. I'm sorry that you had it spoiled. Yeah, I mean, I still popped for it, <laughs> watching it delayed. But I mean, as you should. It was yeah, what? It had been yeah. eight years? Seven years? Eight years? It was, I don't know. It was something like that. It, I, I would have lost my shit if I was watching live and had no idea. But watching delayed, ha- had an idea. And I Can you imagine being there live for that? Holy shit. I would... I would have shat my pants. The roof would have exploded, and it kind of did. Yeah. Oh. Uh, but uh, yeah. So, um, wrestling podcast. What else do we have? Anything? Uh, we can wrap up this bad Larry after I drop this nugget. Finally, officially announced on Corey Graves' podcast, with thankfully and nicely on his in his behalf. Uh, Davy Boy Smith Jr. and of course Natty. Anything having to do with the Hart Foundation or the Hart family, she has to be a part of. Um, Davy Boy Smith, British Bulldog, officially announced for the WWE Hall of Fame. The the worst kept secret because we've all been talking about it for at least a month. But that's official now. That's cool. Yeah, man. So deserved. Oh, well deserved. God, well deserved. The end. That's cool that uh, DH or Harry. Smith, uh, whatever you want to call him, was uh, <laughs> gets to be a part of it. Yeah, I know he's like signed to MLW or something, but that's the thing I like about at least this age in WWE. And I think I don't know. It seems based on like I don't know when they've done the specials about the Hall of Fame with like Ultimate Warrior and stuff. It kind of seems like Triple H is the main contact for that, and I feel like he Triple H gets it, quote, gets it more than... I feel like Triple H gets it more as a wrestling fan and Vince is more prideful. And, I like, I get that. I'm not faulting Vince for being prideful because he built a fucking empire. But Triple H... Vince has never been an in... Well, Vince has been an in-ring competitor. Vince... Vince has been an in-ring competitor on a lot different level than, like, somebody like Triple H who came up through the ranks and studied old school wrestling and like went to wrestling school with killer Kowalski and all that stuff. Triple. I feel like 
the reason NXT is so good, because Triple H runs it, and he treats it with the mindset of being a fan. Vince treats a lot of shit with the mindset of it being a business. And I feel like that's why you find that a lot of people will say NXT is the best brand out of all Raw SmackDown NXT, period, end of sentence. <laughs> that's all. But I, no, I think, I, get, like, I agree. To, to that to that tip of the hat, like, having D.H. Smith or, or whatever, I, I feel like he's called Davey Smith Jr. somewhere. I feel like I saw a, um, I think a graphic on uh, Graves' podcast when they did the video of it. Dude was noted as Davey Boy Smith Jr., not D.H. Smith. But um, re- regardless, whatever he's called, and regardless if he's signed with MLW or not, I think it's pretty cool that, um, Triple H is like, yo, induct your goddamn father. Like, it's your father. I'm glad they didn't have Natty do it again. I get Natty I get Natty inducting her dad with Brett. And I guess I'm kind of glad they don't have Brett doing it again. I like that they're having this kid do it. Because I'm sure it's going to be a... It'll be a really good induction. Well, he should he should accept it, I feel like, right? Yeah, well, like, I think that's why. Induct- I think he's some- inducting him, but he'll probably also... Oh, hmm, good point. I, mean, I could, I could see Natty and uh, TJ. Unless, like, because he has a sister that I said is kind of attractive, but also kind of looks exactly like the British Bulldog, and it's confusing. Um, unless you have her accept it, <laughs> I'm gonna leave that for you. Um, that, that sounds like a, that sounds like a jab problem, but <laughs> I mean, I am what I am, brother. Hold on. Graves, okay. guests, Graves guests on the podcast were members of the Hart family dynasty, Davey Boy Smith Jr., Natalia, and Tyson Kidd, who will induct Bulldog into the Hall of Fame. Brett Hitman Hart is also scheduled to be part of the ceremony. So maybe maybe it's all of them, and maybe Brett's going to accept? Or I, You know what? I don't know. Tune yeah, in. I don't know either. Tune in if the Hall of Fame this year happens. Yeah. Who knows? Maybe, maybe we'll end up going in 2021. Yeah, and you know what? Maybe by that time, Owen will be able to go in, too. And then Brian Pimlin Jr. will be like, fuck it, put my dad in, too, and you can have, like, the second rendition of the Hart Foundation in, and we'll all be happy. 2021 Hall of Fame inductee coronavirus. <laughs> all right, let's wrap up this bad, Larry, before we get the coronavirus. Biggest heel of all time. <laughs> yeah, the best heel of all time. Sorry, Mr. McMahon. You've been ousted. Yeah, all right. Time to go. I gotta wash my balls. <laughs> Did not expect that. <laughs> Jesus. I I gotta watch the uh, the Jersey Shore family reunion because BDS is in the building. Oh, it is Thursday. That's right, dude. Cross promotion, baby. Nice, nice. Yo, ne- uh, next next year, next year, WrestleMania thirty seven on the pre show. Going to be BDS, Big Daddy Sitch, Mike the Situation Sorrentino against BJS, Big Daddy Sitch, Jad of the podcast. Jad of the podcast. Oh, shit. We have, <laughs> and all this coronavirus news and everything, we forgot to mention, uh, apparently Rob Gronkowski is close to a deal with WWE. Holy shit. Yeah. Uh, so. Give him the title. So that that that'll happen. Um, we'll probably touch up more on that next week. Um, Hopefully, Dragon's not going to be 
quarantined by then still and uh it will be will be will be three jabroni strong again yeah if not, oh and um if not i'll get remy on the podcast yeah um i don't know if it's gonna be next week but soon we're gonna start doing the uh watch alongs oh yeah um we, i don't think we've mentioned on the, we haven't mentioned that yet but um we're gonna do uh it's not pay-per-views we're just gonna do random matches and we are going to commentate with our own spin, so, and you guys can watch it along with us. Uh, so we're gonna. So if you listen, send us some send us some suggestions for matches that you want to see. Uh, we'll probably put out a post too on socials. So and yeah, just be on the lookout for that. And not only that, but since March Madness got canceled, uh, we're gonna give you a little jabroni bracketology. More to come on that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hopefully, it might, it might, <laughs> it might get canceled as well. So, well, you know. can always edit that out. So, whatever. It might get canceled because of. The current... <laughs> 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 uh, it's not something to laugh at, but I don't know what it is. You know what? Uh, if you yeah. don't laugh, we'll cry, Derek. Or my yeah. dog will pee inside the apartment again, which I think I just heard him do. So, whatever. All right. Cool. All right. You guys know the drill. Uh, rate, review, subscribe, like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter and Instagram, and don't be like Meltzer and don't be like the coronavirus because they're both. Quarantine? Oh, yeah. Get the coronavirus, yeah. Fire! Virus! Fire! Make sure to always wash your hands. Yeah, I can't do any more impressions. I suck. <laughs> this maybe is. It's very important. You don't want to get. You don't want to get that coronavirus. So you're being told you wash them hands, baby. Scrub a dub dub, baby. Hey, hey. Unless you want to die, wash your hands. Somebody's gonna wash these hands. Wash your hands, wash your hands. Everybody come along and wash your hands. Wash your hands, wash your hands. Everybody come along and wash your hands. Thank you for listening to the Three Cabronies Podcast.